Welcome to the UC Berkeley Data Science Education Podcast. We're happy you're listening in today. In this space, you'll hear from a variety of distinguished data science educators and professionals. The individuals we'll speak with are diverse in experience and perspective, but share the common goal of shaping the future of data science education. Our idea is to have some informal conversations with the goal of creating community and let people hear from practitioners in this growing new field. And my name is Lauren Chu, also from Data Science Undergraduate Studies. I'm working as an intern with the division's external pedagogy team, and I'll be helping to guide the conversation today, too. Today we have Solomon Russell from El Camino College. Could you give us a brief introduction to yourself and what you're currently working on? Great. Uh, yes. So uh, I am a uh, professor at El Camino College, uh, where I serve as professor and also chair. Um, I'm generally interested in computer science education and now data science education. Um, there's a number of things that I'm working on, one being uh, I am working on reducing the costs for students for textbooks, uh, specifically in statistics and math. So I'm working on a project with students there. And also, I've been working the last few years on bringing data science to my college, uh, to both the faculty and also to students, the students at my school. So yeah, that, that's where my main focus is, uh, especially in the last few years. Awesome. Yeah, my understanding of how we got to know each other, how we got connected early on, was that you had collaborated with Berkeley in the BJC curriculum and sort of was like in their cohort of like learning to do it at community colleges. And then you heard and got started on the data eight curriculum. So could you talk a little bit about your moving from teaching CS to teaching data science? Sure, yeah. So like you said, I really started uh, getting involved with Berkeley um, in terms of curriculum with BJC, the beauty of computer science, uh, uh, beauty and joy of computing. So that's a course uh, that was popularized by Dan Garcia and also Brian Harvey in the mathematics, I'm sorry, in the uh, CS department. So um, I, as soon as I started teaching at El Camino, I really thought we needed something for students that didn't know if they wanted to be a computer scientist, but maybe were curious. So I'd done a lot of work in high schools in a, in a, in a previous job. And I met Dan through that, and I knew about that version of uh, that course. So I just started teaching it. So I wrote it up, got it in. And after teaching it for a couple semesters, I kept hearing about data science. And it would come from all these different avenues. I was on a, a program call. I was on a call with a, a program officer. And she said, you know, the two biggest things right now in computer science are cybersecurity and data science. Right. And um, I kept looking at, you know, the information on the uh, uh, BJC class uh, that referenced data science. And for the first like semester, I said, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to see it because I have too much stuff I'm doing because I kind of knew I knew as soon as I looked into it, I was going to fall in love with it. Right. And um, and that's kind of like what happened. I um, I said, I remember being at my computer in a lab. I think I was actually in a lab for uh, the BJC class. 
And that's when I clicked on a little Google form and I filled out my information and my life would never be the same afterwards <laughs> in a great way, in a great way, because I, I just started down this path and, um, and it's been really rewarding. So that, that's kind of how I got on the purview of uh, Berkeley and, and met all the, the fine, amazing people there and uh, started the, the program here. Awesome. Yeah, it was so great. As I was saying, I got a chance to uh, visit you just this semester and, and be in your classroom and see you teach. And it was um, it was great for me. Um, so early on, you presented some results uh, about diversity in the classroom, and you were excited that like a diverse set of students signed up for the data science class, but a less diverse set of students finished the class. And that was sort of motivating us to think about how some hard work we need to do to dig in and support learners better. Um, could you give us some insights about what you're thinking about there? Yeah, so that was right. Um, so the first time we taught this class, it was in spring 2021 uh, during the heart of the pandemic. Uh, or maybe a little after the heart, but um, it was during the pandemic. So we um, we wound up, being able to do some pretty innovative things. So one of the innovative things we did was we had three professors teaching it, a la like Berkeley. So we were team teaching the course. So it wasn't just teaching a new discipline by ourselves, but we were actually collaborating with people. And we also did another great thing, which we advertised it across campus. Uh, well, across the a virtual campus. So we put you know, things up on Canvas, our learning management system, uh, we connected to counselors and teachers uh, to try to get the word out. And the great news is that we had a lot of diversity in that course. We have uh, generally maybe four to five percent of our students are African-American. Uh, we had uh, parity right, in terms of uh, their representation at the college. So we had maybe like 13 percent which was really exciting for women. Uh, we generally have maybe around 20, 22% women in our uh, classes. And then we had uh, 30, a little over 30, maybe almost 35%. So there was some sizable uh, jumps. Um, but one thing that we did see is that uh, particularly our African-American students uh, did not wind up being successful at the same rates as other students. And uh, especially since now I've, I've learned more about data science, um, I'm really interested and we've really been thinking about what is the cause of that? Um, you know, what, what's correlated and what is the cause? And um, there's some ideas that I have. A lot of the, um, the students that had already taken um, a CS1 course, a programming course, wound up taking that first offering. But we see from the data that not a lot of, uh, uh, you know, students, especially minoritized students, were in those courses. So maybe the students that had that prior knowledge had a little bit of an advantage. So that's something that we've been thinking about. Um, I think the way that we have been approaching it is to get more faculty involved, um, have a wider uh, reach into diff different disciplines. Um, having data science experiences in courses that are not computer science and that are not uh, typical STEM courses or courses that are underrepresented uh, with a lot of groups and figuring out how we can have meaningful, interesting assignments to draw students in, 
um, and then also have the professional development so that we can be um, more adept at teaching it for all students. That first semester, we were really just teaching it as a Berkeley course, but we're not Berkeley, right? So how do we change things? How do we actually meet our students uh, where they are so that they can be successful? So uh, I, I'm encouraged. Um, I think it's great that we had the, the numbers of students taking the course that we did, but definitely there's a lot of work. Hey, we're in education. There's always a lot of work, but there's more work to be done um, to, to make sure that everyone can be successful in it. It's a fantastic segue into my next question, which is, I know you're doing your dissertation about developing a next class, which is something like an intermediate data science class, but calibrated for community college students. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that process so far? Yes, right. So um, so I entered a, a doctoral program at USC, and I just finished in August. So um, uh, a couple years into it, I had to come up with the, uh, a topic for my dissertation. And because of all the work um, over the last few years, uh, data science was a natural fit. And one of the things that I was thinking, and this is, and I'll say this as a data science enthusiast, <laughs> not not really a data science practitioner, <laughs> um, is that I felt Data 8 was a great intro course. And actually, after teaching it a couple of times, I see how the big ideas of inferential thinking and computational thinking are interwoven throughout the curriculum and how that's really necessary. And I had the thought, though, wow, this is great, but where do our students go after this? Especially that there's no set pathway for um, data science in terms of, you know, these are the core classes that you take that's pervasive across, you know, uh, institutions. So coming up with some course that kind of like bridge that gap of the practical skills that students would need um, seemed like a natural avenue for me to research uh, for my uh, dissertation. And um, I'm really excited about that process. Um, we are going to teach it, and by we, I mean I'm going to teach it next semester with, uh, with a group of uh, students that are going to, we're going to be in this together. Um, and I'm excited. I'm, you know, I'm always excited when I get to do something new. I was a high school teacher for a little bit, right, before I moved into this role. And once I had to teach um, economics, an economics course, an AP economics course with like a week's notice. And that was like the best course I'd ever taken or ever, ever taught because it was just, you know, the excitement of learning something and then also being able to transfer and explain that and to be in it with someone else. So I'm really looking forward to that process. Um, I'm actually, I'll, I'll tell you a little secret. I'm really looking forward also to possibly team teaching it with a student that took that first offering of data eight. So they are just about to finish their graduate degree and, and data science communication. So um, I'm really hopeful that we'll bring them on to faculty. And that'll, I think that'll just be a great experience of being able to uh, teach it with someone who was there at the very beginning and also that has, you know, viewpoints that I don't have. And that, that, that curricular 
process of just innovating is just so much fun. And it's fun when it goes off the rails. It's fun when you have a great day. So I'm really looking forward to that. And hopefully this course will be uh, useful, not just at El, El Camino, but uh, if other community colleges in the future see a need for it as well. Nice. Well, when I was down there, uh, we heard that you received several grants for uh, sort of your research and for building out uh, new areas in this space. You got a four-year grant from National Science Foundation uh, to encourage people, non-computing majors, to earn like a data an analytics certificate. Um, can you tell us about that process for you as a community college instructor going out there getting grants? Sure. Okay. So um, the grant that I actually received is uh, from the California Learning Lab. Yep. Right. Um, the NSF grant, I'm actually applying for an NSF grant right now. Okay. <laughs> so we're in the process of it, of, of, of going through that, um, through and through that whole application. Um, but the, the, the idea of doing research, especially around data science is really, really intriguing, interesting running programs, uh, because it's such a new space. So Four years ago, I was just worried about, you know, teaching my classes. And I was uh, lucky enough to work with some great professors at Berkeley, uh, Armando Fox, also uh, Dan Garcia, um, and also some colleagues at CSU Long Beach um, to uh, do research on, you know, creating assessments. And seeing professors from four-year institutions uh, create, you know, teams and do things where they create products really kind of motivated me in order to, to say, you know what, I think I can apply for things. And I think that there's not just things that we can get, uh, but things that we can get and really move the needle uh, in terms of student experience at our school. So a, a Really, a lot of the things, it's almost like the same, you know, idea over and over. What do, what do we need to be successful? We need uh, teaching capacity. So we need teachers, uh, one, that are interested in learning data science and willing to go through the growing pains of being able to, you know, learn something new. Um, and we need uh, pathways. We need pathways to get students interested into things. Uh, to know about data science, to know what it is, uh, into high schools. Um, one thing that we're, we're starting to think about with uh, some of the projects that we have for the future are um, how do we get the high school students in our area that are already taking data science? So they're taking, a lot of them are taking an introduction to data science course uh, that was created at Center, Center X at UCLA. So we have this population of students that have data science experience and how do we tap into that and how do we let them know their counselors know their teachers know that there's an avenue and that there's potential here at community college so that is uh one thing that we've definitely started looking at in terms of projects um the california learning lab grant with berkeley is really centered around uh professional development for faculty. So one of the great things is working with great, amazing, intelligent people um, at Berkeley, right? They, they are amazing, not just because they're really great 
and good at their jobs, but because they're so willing to help, right? So I had the idea, you know, all this great stuff happening at Berkeley, the modules that that you guys include and other courses that are not computer science or data science courses. And I remember the first time I saw that and I had that feeling of a little kid who's in a toy shop and is like, oh, I want that. <laughs> I so want that, right? So when the opportunity came around to write a grant where we could like possibly leverage that and have faculty work with Berkeley students to create modules for courses so that we can reach those students that might not know that they are, they are data scientists right? Because they haven't been exposed to it. Um, that's exciting. And um, because of the collaboration and the willingness of, of being able to give assistance uh, from the people at Berkeley, uh, those things are things that we're creating at this campus. And I'm really, really excited. And I'm really excited for uh, the things that are going to come. You know, I, 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 I see um, these programs as building, um, building to having uh, sustainable pathways, and having uh, students that um, that are coming to El Camino and other community colleges because they know that they're gonna be advanced in their future, um, especially as that relates to data science. Yeah, great, I really love that. So a lot of this conversation so far, you've talked about the development of these programs and kind of bringing data science to your um, campus. Um, I was wondering if we could pivot a little towards like forward looking. So how would you envision the data scientists that you inspire entering the professional world? So what impacts you hope that they'll have on the future of data science, whether that's education, ethics, or something else? Yeah, yeah, wow, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I think they, I would like for them to have experience around all those things, uh, especially ethics. Um, you know, I, I think that we live in a world right now where um, it's sometimes hard to make sense of things. And there's a lot of competing um, reasons for that. Um, I think that there's uh, there are groups and forces that want to make obfuscate like what's what's going on. And I think that being able to um, being able to reason about the world um, and be able to give information to other people is a moral issue. Um, it deals with ethics and uh, deeply required right now and are needed in the world. So they have I have the best job in the world. So to have other people that are interested in also educating, because I really think education is about liberation, right? Liberating like different ways that you've thought in the past, liberating um, other people, liberating your future, right? Like the people that come after you, right? So um, to be able to make people more conscious is, and if you can do that through data science, I think that's a huge win. And, but, you know, ultimately, you know, even beyond data science, I just want people to find what they're passionate about. And it's like when a student comes in my class and they take a data science course or a computer science course and they don't like it. And I go, great, <laughs> or not great, but, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing that, you know, if this isn't for you, find what you're passionate about. You know, like I'm a dancer. So I, I always think that everybody has a dance. 
right? Maybe you're a tango person, maybe you're a salsa person, you know, and, and when someone comes to me and says, Hey, well, I like salsa. And I'm like, I don't know, but there's some dance that you got to find. And this is something you can take, you can take a class here or there. And I kind of think of data science as the same thing, which is, you know, try it, see if you like it. If you're curious about the world, and you have all these questions that you've been trying to answer, maybe this is a, a, a discipline that can help you. Definitely. Um, kind of listening throughout this conversation, I think something you've really been good at, um, especially through your development of the data science program, is building community, whether that's the data science community within your campus or becoming a part of the data science community, um, especially data science education, kind of around um, state, especially and within Berkeley. I was wondering, how should we as data scientists, as well as educators, be creating or evolving a community around data science education, similar to what you've been doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I've been um, in communities of practice for a while. I've been so lucky to work with amazing people. I, I really got... Um, you know, uh, into this space in education um, by working with uh, UCLA and Center X to um, <clears throat> popularize in LAUSD, and it's really spread across the, the nation, um, of ECS, Exploring Computer Science. That's how I met some of the, the people at Berkeley initially. And ECS really taught me a lot about how to build these communities, right? First, you have to be passionate about it, and you have to be in it for the right reasons, right? Um, and you... And I think for everything, having a North Star is really important. And um, it's not enough to say data science is cool, but, you know, for me, um, but also to have a star of, I want to make this a more equitable world. And I want to make this a more equitable field. And uh, I think when you start to have those intentions, and know what your North Star really is, you know, because is, is it that I want more data scientists in the world? Yeah, that's that's great. But but really, I want people making better decisions. I want people being able to, um, you know, um, enlighten other people, you know, with information. And I think building communities to do that requires being able to connect with people and being very clear about what your your goals are. And some very practical things from ECS, which is um, that I learned is, you know, meeting teachers, listening as much as you talk, <laughs> right? Um, listening to the, 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 the teachers, I can have a great idea of how I build uh, a, a data science program. Um, but listening to counselors, listening to the students that are coming in, listening to uh, uh, faculty concerns and administrators, and really taking that in. And as long as everybody has about the same North Star is going in the same direction, that's always information that you can use in order to make some kind of community practice better. Um, so I, I, I think for anyone who's willing and um, has a fortunate opportunity to do this work, it's really being clear about their North Star. Um, that'll make you passionate. And it will also um, uh, be attracting to those other people. And, and for me, it's been magical in a certain way of being able to find communities. Because as soon as you have an idea, right? And if you're, if you're, you're passionate about it, I have had the I've had the experience that doors just start to open, right? 
And I think that um, with communities of practice, uh, I think that those things form. Now you have to do the work. You you can you can reach out to people that are already in the space. You can reach out. Excuse me. You can reach out to um, you know the computer science teachers association in high schools. You can see what's happening in high schools because there's already people in the space. And one great thing is a lot of times there's already communities of practice, right? Sometimes we don't have to start new things because there's things that are already in maybe seed form that are already being created. So I think, um, you know, that is a great thing. You know, I, I thought data science was cool. And then all of a sudden this curriculum came around and, and this program and, and this community practice just kind of like or, organically um, came about. So I think being curious, interested, um, tying into the different um, uh, efforts that are already going on and asking questions, I think those are all ways of uh, creating a good and useful community practice. Yeah, I really love that. Um, so we've reached the last question of our interview, and this is something that we ask every one of our interviewees. Um, do you have any parting thoughts or words of wisdom for data science educators around the world? Mm. Wow, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think, huh, I think, you know, The, the thing that we, we are really, as educators, we have such an amazing opportunity to uh, change people's lives. And um, especially as data science educators, um, we, we also are able to tap into people's curiosity. I was, I was on a, a, a talk uh, a couple of weeks ago, I actually talked to some counselors and they, they wanted to know about data science. And um, they asked, how is it different from computer science? And I loved it. It was like a question that, you know, as a data science enthusiast, I, I, I had to, I had to pause for a second and go, what, what really is the difference there? And it's that curiosity that you may have about the world, right? Like computer scientists are curious, right? I'm sure I am one, I, I'm curious. Um, but the ability to be able to be curious and ask those questions and have them answered is really, I think, the thing that sells data science. And that's the way that I think I've been able to get other people interested in it as a way of being able to understand our world better. And um, and I think we're it's in, there's no other time um, like today where it's needed, you know? And I, and I think that all data science educators, we have a lot of work to do. Um, there's a lot of interest and um, there's a lot of excitement. And, and I think we're, uh, we have some great things ahead of us. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about data science education resources, please subscribe to our Substack to get notified when we release any future podcasts. And join our community Slack channel through the link provided in this episode's description. Thank you.